I'm awfully creaky and I apologize. I need some WD-40. Um, you're good. Sorry, Justin, you yanking shit? Oh, here, if these are... Get him a stress ball. Get him a... Do you have a ball or anything? No, but I'm going to do this for you real quick. Sorry, guys. I'm not sure who wrapped it up. Fuck. You're turning into me, Bill. You can just put that anywhere. Get Bill a stress ball. What? There you go. Nice and long. Easy, boy. You got plenty of rope. All right. Um... A popular outcast production. Welcome to Serving Ice Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Dylan. I am Bill. And Dylan had some loose ends that he wanted to tie up from last week. Yes. Would you like to do that? Yes. Should we, instead of naming the murderers or doers of bad deeds, doers of extreme bad deeds in the media... Or just regular baddies. You shoplift, you're on the list. Do you get put on a list and you're assigned a number so they don't mention your name? And then when they're reporting on you, they just mention your number. Completely dehumanizes them. So it's not, oh, Bill Russum did a bunch of terrible things, so it's number 1146.2. Right. Is going to trial. Here's some facts. That's one of the things that they do in the prison system. That's they, something they do in, like in the prison. Clash. Yeah, but they still have their names in prison. Yeah, but... Like, you they, are assigned a number, but it's a number that's attached to your name. In death, we have a name. Yeah. His name is Robert Paulson. I think that, um... Yes. We fulfilled our quota. <laughs> no, we still have to mention Tarantino. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like they do that in prison to break you down. In the military, they also will just use your last name or whatever, or just call you by your rank hmm. in order to break you down so they can build you up again and turn you into what they want you to be. Hmm. A killer. Born um, to kill. Born to kill. So, that fucking poster, man. God. Such a great yeah. design. Um, I, I've also thought about the fact that if you are innocent until proven guilty, maybe there is also value in not naming a person until they are actually guilty. Hmm. Well, yeah, it was like that thing that I had mentioned where... It's very hard for people to have a fair trial. Yeah. Think about the Rodney King thing. They had to move it all the way to Simi Valley, which was a completely different area. Mm -hmm. And guilt, you have a name. Yeah. Yes. I still think that it should be all public information. Hmm. I think that... I agree. If someone is accused of something and they live right next to you, I think you have a right to know that they live right next to you. I don't know about all that. I think there's certain things. Especially if they are guilty, you know? Then I think it should be. Can we agree that the media is broken? Yeah. I think we can agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And the Young Turks are the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I used to say, the Young Turks are my third favorite after The Daily Show and Colbert, even though those two say that they're not news people, but they do right. a way better job of presenting news than the mainstream media. Completely. And they did a study... Not them, but someone did a study and found viewers of The Daily Show more informed than viewers of Fox News. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was all of Fox News as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, they quizzed them on things that were happening. Yeah. Yeah. So they do a better job, but the Young Turks, man, have overtaken they're, The Daily Show. Uh, so Bear. good. Dude, they're the best, yeah. So my second thing that I wanted to talk Big about- Big ups to Jank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jank <laughs> and Anna. Oh. Anna's so fucking cool, man. She is. There was one thing that she had said that was a little- 
There were a couple things yeah. I disagreed with. Yeah. The feminism thing. The idea that there are feminists, legit feminists, who are, like, anti-makeup and yeah, yeah. women looking pretty. Yeah. Because that's not... But. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend of ours listen to that, and the friend was like, I think Anna is taking the fringe boogeyman feminist that yeah. the media says is out there, but I've never met. I think she's using those as an example of feminism. Right. And they have to exist. They, they oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure but, out there there's somebody. Yeah. But they cut the, off the right boob to. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot arrows better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A friend, the friends. They sent, work at Amazon. That would have been a great joke. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I only would have gotten there because of what you said. <laughs> the, yeah, man. Um, that's so great. Um, the second thing I wanted to say from our last episode was I just wanted to give a brief thing about the dead Kennedys. Yeah. This is a synopsis from one of the things in their Wikipedia. Yes. And people will say Wikipedia isn't a reliable source, but here's a synopsis of something. The Dead Kennedys were invited to perform at the Bay Area Music Awards in San Francisco. They were going to perform in front of major label recording artists to give the event, quote, some new wave credibility. Whoa. Yeah, that's what the guy that booked them said. Yeah. They were asked to play... One of their more popular songs at the time. None of their songs were like huge hits. They were a pretty right. underground band, but they're a couple of popular songs. Um, so these guys take the stage and they started playing the song that they were asked to play. Yeah. 15 seconds into the song, the singer Jello says, quote, hold it. We got to prove that we're adults now. We're not a punk rock band. We're a new wave band. Uh. And they were all wearing white shirts with a huge black S painted on the front. So they pull these ties from around their neck and place them down, which formed a dollar sign on their shirt. And then they started playing a new song called Pull My Strings, which according to this is a barbed satirical attack on the ethics of the mainstream music industry, which contained the lyrics, is my cock big enough? Is my brain small enough for you to make me a star? That's great. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, that was that. And I'm sure after that, they were not asked to perform at any more right. award ceremony. But how badass is that? Yeah. It's like you're going to perform in front of a bunch of major label people. Yeah. Da 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 da. And then the S and the yeah. tie. Yeah. So great. It's pretty good. Two things off of that was Rage Against the Machine. And I want to say that it was the PRMRC that they were protesting against. And I don't remember the show. I feel like it was like a Woodstock or something like that. Or even like an MTV award. Did or Dude something. Climb a Thing? No, Is that, that the was same one? Okay. no. Uh, they came out on stage completely naked, and just had like PMRC or something to that nature. I can't remember what it, exactly. I want to say it was PMRC, but they came out on stage nude, with tape over their mouths, and just stood there for ten minutes and then walked off. What? Yeah. Um, That's. <laughs> yeah. I should have said that one. The second one. The other one isn't as good. But Nirvana. They were asked to play MTV, and they wanted to play Rape Me. And they told them, no, you have to play, you know, one of your hits. And so they started playing Rape Me. They were like, okay, fine. And then they started playing it. And then they cut and they were like, you guys aren't going to be able to play if you, or maybe I'm getting it backwards now. My fucking brain. Fuck my brain. Um, they started playing their hit and then played Rape Me. Mm, that's um, awesome. Or it might have been the other way around. I can't remember. But either way, they were attempting to basically say like no this is what we're going to do yeah you know i think that there's a lot of stuff out there that says 
basically that Kurt Cobain really hated how popular they got. Hmm. There was a lot of that. Even on their, like, on Nevermind, um, I can't remember the, f- I want to say the song's called In Bloom, but the lyrics for the chorus were, and he's the one who likes all our pretty songs, and he likes to sing along, and he likes to shoot his guns, but he yeah. doesn't know what it means. The chorus was basically like, all these people say they love us, but they have no idea what this is actually about. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. Justin, you have a story for us. I'm excited. Dorian. Can I tell all my stories? Yeah. Oh. Welcome to Serving Justin. <laughs> you have all the stories. How many stories Featuring do you have? Bill and Dylan. Uh, well, I, I wanted to tell three strange stories that happened to me in the last three or four weeks. I'm into it. They don't usually happen to me. They're stories that sound like they would happen to Dylan. And that's why it's been so <laughs> strange to, to, I'm excited for to this. experience. The first one's a pretty simple one. I was at the Chinese restaurant over across the river. And I was eating lunch on my lunch break. And a bus full of presumably Asian tourists. They could have very easily been Chinese-American tourists, but I don't know for sure. Um, they came in and... Wait. What? I think you told this. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, you told this, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Second story. Justin's first story is... These are stories that usually happen to Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Man, I have... Yes. I've been having... Heavy rotations. I hope I never find you dead. Why? Why do I hope I never find you dead? <laughs> what do you mean? I just hope I never find you dead. Well, why would you find me dead? Well, you just said you were having heavy potations, and oh. I just pictured you, like, stroking in the house, and me trying to feed you peanuts afterwards. I don't know why I'm trying to feed you peanuts. Why? What is that? I thought for some reason that would revive a stroke victim, but I don't... <laughs> what would you... Th- why did you think that? Like, stick a wallet in his mouth. A wallet? Yeah, because money revives me. No, that, so you yes. don't bite off your tongue. Yeah. Um, the Rage Against the Machine thing. It was Lollapalooza '93, and they had PRMRC on their um, things. That makes sense. Because yeah. I was gonna say, if it was an award show, why didn't they like? Yeah, get them off of there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, it was 15 minutes, and the only sounds heard during the demonstration were guitar feedback and jeers from pissed off fans who actually wanted to see the band play something. That's awesome. Why did they do that? you just witnessed something way better than them ever playing anything. Yeah. Why did they do that I don't hate their music. Protest the PMRC. The... Public Music... No, Parents Music Resource Center. Okay, okay, okay. Tipper Gore, the whole thing we talked about last episode. Right. Well, not the whole thing, but... Right. So, Justin has uh, two stories to tell you. All right, Justin, tell them for us. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bring Um, it down. Yeah, these are stories that usually happen to Dylan... And it's strange that they would happen to me. So I was parked in a parking lot at the dollar store and I was about to leave. And this dude walks up toward my car. He does that universal roll the window sign. So I roll the window down and he says, Hey man, do you want to buy some corn dogs? And I go, I look what? at him and I'm like, what? This is a Dylan story. <laughs> I'm on board. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah. He's like, I got a couple cases of them left over in the truck. I'm pretty sure he's a wise truck driver. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've heard of this. Because there's a big... What? You've heard of this? Yeah. Is there like some... I'll explain afterwards. Okay, okay. Because there's a big wise truck in the parking lot. And I go, uh, I don't know. And he looks behind him, and there's another guy in another car, like maybe five spaces over. And he looks back at me, and he goes, that guy's a maybe. So he's like trying to... <laughs> that guy's a maybe. <laughs> so he's trying to like 
the supply and demand. Like, sure. there's a demand for these things. Get them while they're hot. Yeah, because that Bluth over there is going to buy these. Yeah, he's going to undercut you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm like, I, I think I'm good. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And that's why it's not a Dylan story, because yeah, Dylan right. said yes. So I yeah. drove away, and as soon as I drove away, I'm starting to think about how I should have said yes. Right. Like, just to find out what was going on, and like how this would have went down. Like, that guy's a Mavius the best. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So funny. This guy, would he have taken me to the back of his truck and showed me all these corn dogs that are just hanging there or something? Like, he's got the quality corn dogs, he's got some knockoff brands, he's got the hard stuff, the pretzel dogs. <laughs> And I wish I would have said yes. I also was thinking about, like, if this was his first time doing this, what made him think that that was a good idea? Asking some random people in a parking lot if they want to buy corn dogs does not sound like a good idea. Right. Maybe to Dylan. Maybe Dylan would do that. But I don't think I would ever think that would be a good idea. Do I look like a bootleg corn dog? <laughs> it sounds I like mean, something you do, though. Corn dogs weird me out. Here's what actually happened. I only know this from hearsay. Urban um, legend. Nature's problem. Okay, so grocery delivery drivers, when they drive the truck to the grocery warehouse, we'll say that they're dropping off to ABC grocery store. Sure. Yeah. I was going to bleep watch just so it didn't get Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You do that too. Yeah. Um, basically, what happens is, is when they're being unloaded, there's a separate corporation that unloads trucks. That okay. don't work for the truck driver, and they don't work for the grocery store. Okay. Hearsay. Yes. And basically what happens is is that the load is inspected, and if there's any sort of damage to one of the boxes on each pallet, they refuse that pallet. Hmm. So now what happens is a truck driver has... Truck drivers basically, like, let's say they drive from state A to state B to drop off a load. Well, they may stop at state C to go and grab another load and then drive that back to state A, where they live, in order to make it home and make money on the way home. But if they already have a pallet of food on the truck, they can't pick up the full load. So they have to ditch that load. The load that was refused. Yes. Okay. Now, they don't refuse the entire load they just refuse what was on that pallet if there's any sort of damage so like if you have frozen food like a corn dog and let's say something happened in loading the actual thing like the side of the boxes on one whole side of the pallet got scraped up against the truck wall yeah. and it opened up that whole side so every box on that side can't be sold in the grocery store but that just means that those boxes on that side can't be sold. So everything else on that pallet is still good. So what they do is they'll throw the ones that are open away and sell the rest at times. Like, Well, when my friend worked in the industry, he told me that a lot of times dudes who worked for the unloading company would call their family and be like, hey, come and pick up this pallet of corn dogs for me. <laughs> Because it helps them, because the truck driver is responsible to pay back for that damage. Um, oh, really? The truck damage. driver? Oh, yeah. That's shitty. Yeah. So they need to make their money back, so they sell it at their cost Yeah. to people who want the food. Hmm. Um, Everybody wins. Yeah. Is that illegal? Uh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I was thinking that the place that shipped them would cover the damages, No. and then they would have to bring them back to show them that they were damaged, and then they would write it off, but... 
they would already sign a slip beforehand. They so can they also them. do that, but the problem is, is that now they've got a pallet on their truck. Yeah, and then they could just damage them and then get there and then it's refused and then yeah well no 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 the the real problem is is that this guy like he drives from a to b and at b he's also picking up a load like five miles down the road to drive back to a to ship to xyz grocery store but if his truck has stuff on it he can't pick up that load because then the orders could get mixed, and it's a whole fucking big deal, and plus they're going to refuse the whole load if yeah. there's shit yeah. that's on there. Cross-pollinate the yeah. corn dogs. <laughs> exactly. Cross-pollinate. So basically what it boils down to is, like, when he goes to pick up that next load, he's going to get refused there, so he's going to have to drive back home and lose all that money. I don't know if I feel good knowing why that actually happened. Why? It's a win-win for everybody. No, no, I mean... That my strange story kind of has a real explanation. Oh. I kind of just wanted it to be strange. I'm sorry. Should I take back? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm glad that I know No, that. it's really odd that they approached you in a parking lot at a dollar store. Yeah. Because normally it's... I don't know if it's still, like, highly frowned upon. I mean, it was illegal, but everybody did it. It's probably um, went to, why it went to a dollar store. Assuming those people don't have like cell phones to call it in, or well, no, no, no. I mean, like I, uh, to, the loading. Uh, he wouldn't know that it was illegal. No, you know what I mean. Justin wouldn't. It's would a back no alley idea. deal to buy I, corn dogs. I would That's, think there's that, something legal about that. I would. Th- yeah, I was gonna say. I would think that somebody would call the police on that somehow. <laughs> like, there's a truck driver out here, and he says he has corn dogs. Police know. But I would think it, uh, my picture of the dollar store is. Like, they would be way more stoked about getting corn dogs at like a buck a box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or it's like little old ladies that go to the dollar store, or mm-hmm. who might confuse like, him for a dollar store door-to-door salesman. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I want to do. do you have a moment sales. to talk about Every- corn dogs? <laughs> Everything's a dollar. <laughs> What's your second story, dream. Justin? Um, my second story. Give me a second here. I want to show Bill the photo. We can put the photo on. What you call it? All right, Bill, you ready for this? So ready. My body is ready. Give me a second. Where is it? You take your time. Here we go. Fuck the PMRC. Bill, you can confirm that this is your first time seeing this photo. Yes, this is my first time seeing this photo. I still have not seen it. Okay. All right. I'm turning my phone around in three, two, one. Holy fuck. Yeah. This, this, my friend, is John Bullwinkle. Or me in 25 <laughs> years. Uh, yeah. He might have been a time traveler. It's me. I traveled back in time and I had the unicorn money, guys. <laughs> yes! Bill got it. And Holy bought a shit. dog with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't see the dog. I'm sorry. Oh. I, fo- I showed a close-up on his face. Yes, I shoot, need to see shoot. this dog. Right Bill was hanging out with Cable and Bishop and bought dogs and shit. Yes. Where'd it go? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Is Close. that the dog from GTA Five? <laughs> That's Diesel. Fuck! Of course, his name's Diesel. Yeah, so he's a pit bull on a fucking chain, yo. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I want to make it abundantly clear that I am not making fun of this guy. I think that he was me from the future. Yeah. But anyway. Plus, I, I think he was a fun individual, and he was very passionate about what he believed in. Um. But all, it just happened with, to be with, aliens. With that said. <laughs> He <laughs> and the Illuminati. <laughs> With that said, I'm his, sure he did, right? He did what? Believe in aliens and the Illuminati. Oh, I don't you know. You just didn't get a chance to talk to him about it. There's a possibility. But with all that said, 
his visit to the newsroom was quite a trip, and uh, I think he would agree. Um, so I was in the newsroom last week. You're um, a newspaper reporter. Correct. I am a newspaper reporter. This might be their first episode. It is true. That is quite every, true. Every episode, somebody's first yeah. episode. So I'm a newspaper reporter, and I work in a newsroom. So last week, I was in a, alone in the newsroom all by myself. There were no reporters there. There's a couple people on the other side of the room, but as far as my section, there were no reporters and no editors. In the bullpit. Correct. The bull pit. Is that what it's called? Bullpen. Bullpen, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually heard real people call it the bullpen. I hear that on TV, but nobody in that room calls it the bullpen. <laughs> well, they're fucking <laughs> they missing should. out. <laughs> they should. So this guy walks into the newsroom, full beard, in case you guys don't know, Bill from the future has <laughs> this I still haven't shaved. crazy, crazy beard. <laughs> full beard, white. Whitish gray, would you say? Easily. <clears throat> and... Past his nipples. Big honking sunglasses nipples, on. At least. Not like goofy looking sunglasses, but big lenses. He walks up and he's got this really kind of like. 70s accent. No, he doesn't have an accent, but really kind of loud. I don't think he's quite aware of how loud that he was being. And it's like, a, are you the guy working on prison stories? Oh, kind of like that. Yes. He's kind of got like a rough voice. Yeah. And he ends all his sentences with, you know what I'm saying? perfect or you feel me or you know the deal it's me <laughs> in the future i finally got over my fears and anxiety you of following ending, me yeah you following me That's... does he ever say jive turkey because i would definitely he did say, not say oh, jive turkey fuck. he was trying to trying to be professional <laughs> i was trying to be professional <laughs> these drive motherfuckers okay um so he comes in, he's like, I got front page news for you. This is going to make everybody pissed off. He's like, I'm fucking pissed off, and you are going to be fucking pissed off, too. You know what I'm saying? So he starts telling me about how he spent the weekend in the jail. And I don't know if this is true or not. So this is all allegedly. He said they refused to let him use the phone to make a phone call so that he could contact somebody to take care of his dog over the weekend. Right. So his dog spent Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday without any food, water, or bathroom breaks at his house. Sounds like cops to me. Well, these would, Dude got off these would be correctional officers. These won't be cops. They're all the same. Uh, uh, Probation uh, yeah. officers, correctional officers. Um, no, they're not the same. Correctional officers don't have the power to arrest people. Just watch prison. But the, I get what yeah. you're saying. Law enforcement, yes, don't talk to cops. Don't talk to cops. They're not going to let you water your dog. So, so dude is like super pissed off, and he's like, my dog did deserve to be treated like that. And then he starts talking about the prison is a really bad looking place and like there's like month old milk cartons and bugs everywhere. And like he was talking about how he got an infection the last time he was there. And uh, I was like, oh, so what are you in for? What were you in for this weekend? He's like, I didn't pay some fines. He apparently didn't pay fines for a DUI charge that he had back in 2012 because he told me he was poor. Like he doesn't have the money to do it. And so he had to like scrape up all the money that he could find and pay off what he could. So he spent the weekend in prison. His dog spent the weekend at home and so he wanted people to know that his dog got the short end of the stick basically yeah and i was like all right well let me write down all your information and let me make some phone calls over the next two days and i'll see what i can find and he's like all right well uh, i'll talk to you later and so he left which is shitty if his dog got the short end of the stick yeah I feel bad yeah 
Are they allowed to have one phone call? I don't know for a fact. Okay. Uh, I am not entirely 100% sure. You see it in the movies and you assume that. Yeah. And I would think, especially if Guy said, I have a thing at home that needs my care. Yeah. I would think that someone would be empathetic and say, okay, make a phone call to take care of your thing that has nothing to do with any of us. Yeah. That is going to suffer if... We have no empathy. Yeah. When he first got there, he was telling me how he was in the paper that day, and I looked up his name, and I'm like, I couldn't find his name. And I'm like, I don't think you were, dude. And he's like, no, he's like, my house just got put on the nuisance list. So his address was in the paper. His house is running amok. His house is apparently- it's having parties. Menace to society. A nuisance list is like when a city puts it on the list and watches it, because there's problems with it. Like, maybe there's some blight issues, or maybe there's like- <laughs> Some blight issues. <laughs> Motherfucker can't that's, that's cut his grass. Just, it's just a funny term. Blight issues. I, I guess I hear that term all the time, so yeah. I don't know for a fact that that is funny to me. I do know for a fact it's not funny to me. But <laughs> right. It, just, it is an it odd just way to say motherfucker can't cut his grass. <laughs> blight no, issues, well, blight yeah. issues might be like siding being torn down and not being fixed. An eyesore. An eyesore. Yes, that's a good term for it. Yeah. Eyesore. If it was a homeless person, they could just put tax down where it would sleep. Ooh. Yeah. But since it's a property. You saw that they put that. concrete over that and they took them out? Yeah, they tried to put concrete over it, but it turned out shitty. But yeah, they took it out. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. hotel did. Good for them for listening to the... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're shitty for doing it in the first place, and they say it wasn't to stave off homeless people. Yeah. But I applaud them for listening to reason yeah. and saying, yeah. hey, we fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, dude, um, where was I? Dude... Uh, he left. His, his, uh, house was on the list. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, he had told me that during the conversation that his house was on the list. He just felt like everybody's out to get him right now and. <laughs> the Illuminati. Yeah. And and, uh, he told me, he doesn't do them now, but he said that he used to do a shitload of drugs. And there's some other things that I didn't put in the article that I probably shouldn't put in the article. Did he tell you that he had a bunch of unicorns that he cloned? Yeah. <laughs> that's insane <laughs> no are you sure he didn't say jive turkey because he i think by the time i hit 60 he i would be comfortable saying jive say, turkey definitely didn't say jive turkey he's on the way yeah <laughs> you're on the way i want to say that like i got over that by 60s will you justin as part of fight club can we challenge you are you going to re-interview this guy I don't know. Will you try to get him to say jive turkey and include that in the article as and part of And admit that he's club? also me from... I'm not going not, to. No, no. I can't do that. No. It, I'm not going to manipulate what he's... No, what, it's not manipulation, but just say, are these guys a bunch of jive turkeys? And wait for that guy to repeat back to you, these guys are a bunch of jive turkeys. And just put it in there just for Bill and the listeners for Fight Club. And we'll put it up there. Because that's not that extreme. That You're not manipulating the point of the news. Can we make that happen? Can you try to get that to happen? We'll link it for the listeners. And then you can challenge us to a fight club that's like passive light. Nothing crate. Like don't. Like spraying a priest with water. Yeah. Nothing like that. But just something like, uh, you know, Bill at your job do something. And Dylan. I, I do things every day to people. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm incredibly passive aggressive. Yeah. Only the people who deserve it. <laughs> Try to make that happen. I, I don't think that's appropriate. Just think about it. No. All right. I'll think about it. Okay. Because he's going to call those guys' names anyway. He's probably calling them cocksuckers, motherfuckers. Yeah. He, 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 didn't, he did say motherfuckers. And you, get, you can print Jive Turkey. You can't print motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Just guide him, man. Just be like, hey. Yeah. He's using inappropriate language. Yeah. You can be like, listen, here's the deal, man. You need to cool it on the language. Would it be safe to <laughs> Should say? Should I give him a list of pre-approved adjectives? <laughs> and, and it's just yeah. Jive Turkey over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> no, will you? I, I, 
<laughs> because you know he's going to go off if you interview. Yeah, he's just going to say a bunch of crazy shit and then just say, sir, can you just use Jive Turkey because I can print that if you call him that. That's completely acceptable and I think that's responsible. Yeah, I want to print your words. Yeah. I want people to get, you know, uh, this is some Jive ass shit going on and I think they're a bunch of turkeys. Well, Bill, you should be writing this down and when you come back from the future... <laughs> okay, should. here's how we prove it's me. Yeah. Yes. The next time I talk to him, if he doesn't say jive turkey to me without me prompting him. I'm going to try to remember my best uh, <laughs> under pressure to say at least jive. At least jive. Concentrate okay. on it. Yeah. I'm going to concentrate as hard as I can. The next time you talk to me, you're going to hear it. Okay? And if that happens... Then we got rich off unicorn money and I came back. Okay. But you spent the unicorn money on drugs. <laughs> it didn't rescue any of us. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. You just fucking came back and you're like, I got this pit bull named Bulldozer. <laughs> I'm into it. They call me Bullwinkle Moose Face. <laughs> I got warts. That- <laughs> I got warts and a ton of drugs. Sorry, oh my Dylan. God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like to note that when Justin was telling me this story, I said, Something about having him on the podcast. And Justin's like, no, he would not make a good podcast guest. So I'm trying to line it up. Right. But if you guys are in the same room at the same time, it might like black. Yeah, we can't have that. Can't do that. Yeah, that might be a bad. So. Okay. Yeah. So dude. uh, Yeah. Thanks everyone out to get him. Uh, That they're working to kick him out of town. Sounds like they are. So. They're going to run him out on the rails. Dude left. (laughs) A couple hours go by. And then everybody's in the newsroom, all six reporters, all the editors. So dude comes back in. And at this point, nobody knows who this guy is but me. Yeah. You're in a room full of colleagues. Right. You're the only person that's seen this guy before. And I'm the only person that knows his story and why he is angry. Yeah. Right. So I look over and dude is coming at me with his pit bull. Yeah. This big, muscular crazy looking dog and you're a reporter so you know how dangerous these things are yeah <laughs> so dude is they're coming- like satan yeah <laughs> if satan had fur <laughs> yeah so bullwinkle's coming towards me right and he goes i want to fucking show you why i'm pissed yeah and i'm like oh my god what and he goes this is it this is why i'm pissed and he's coming at me with his dog and i watch everybody just tense in the yeah. room like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, they think that the dog is a replacement for the gun. Yeah, exactly. And you wrote something about his old lady. Right. And now you're going to get your comeuppance. <laughs> That's yep. what they think. Yeah. yeah. Or the dog. <laughs> the dog's the one carrying because he had his gun permit revoked. Yeah. So the dog's strapped. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is the best. And he's got his gap piece on him. So I'm like, is your dog friendly? And he goes, yeah, he's friendly. And I'm like starting to pet the dog. And you know how I am with dogs. I can't pet them because I have allergies. Yeah. But I'm like trying to diffuse the situation of being like, oh, your dog's so nice. That's good. And like that, I'm trying to pet diplomatic. the dog. But he's just being loud and he's angry sounding and nobody fucking knows why this guy's here. Right. And I'm like, all right, so what's up? And he starts talking about how he's suicidal. And at that point, everybody is like, he's going to kill Justin and then turn on us. And then he starts talking. He's like, I want you to take my photograph. And I'm like, all right, well, I haven't made any phone calls yet. We don't know what we're doing with the story. So, like, how about I contact you tomorrow and we'll figure it out from there. And he goes, I ain't leaving this office until you take my photograph. That's awesome. And you look at the dog and the dog's like, just take his photograph. (laughs) (laughs) I deal with this all the time. God, just take his photograph. Oh, shit. 
it's almost done. So I'm like, all right, let's go to the back room. And I'm like, no, that's probably not a good idea. Let's just go outside to the park because the park's right across the street from us. And I'll take your photo over there. He's still You loud. let him go out first. <laughs> Pull the door closed behind you and lock it. <laughs> Quick, turn out the lights. Why'd you do that to me? Future me. Okay, go ahead. So, so like, Hide he, behind the couch. He's being he loud. And he, he's, he freaked everybody out, basically. That, that dog can't shoot through furniture. <laughs> <laughs> so I took him outside. He was calmer. I took the guy's photograph and he left and everything was good. And then I told the people downstairs, I was like, don't let him in again. Just call me first. I'll come down and I'll talk to him. Yeah. Because that's a freaking huge dog. We don't know what's going to happen with that thing. Like, how, like, why would, like, why would they let him in like that? You're also succumbing to the idea that all pit bulls are. Yes. Dangerous. Yes. Which is. A, <laughs> you're, you're correct. It's a terrible stereotype. I've only met one pit bull that was well dangerous. Let the pit bull start riding. They should. Uh, They'll grow thumbs. So I made some phone calls the next day, and I'm still not quite sure whether people have a legal right to a phone call in prison or whether or not it's a jail right, a right that they can uh, a privilege. Yeah, j- jail, jail. Yes, jail. Yeah. Um, where they have the legal right, if it's a privilege or if it's an actual right. And I tried contacting someone from the ACLU, and they never got back to me on Friday. But I did talk to somebody from the jail. Well, no prison, so it is a prison. Oh, okay. You can take that part out, please. Yeah. Try to beep North ones. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and like I said, there's an article out there that has all this information, so it's easy to find. Uh, so I talked to someone from the prison, and they said they hadn't heard about this guy, but that doesn't mean that, you know, something... There, There is a procedure to go about to make a complaint to the prison, and talking to the press is not one of those <laughs> steps. Sure. Is basically what he said. But the guy's threatening legal action... And he said he's got some lawyers and he's going to sue the prison. And on a Friday, when everybody had off for Flag Day, <laughs> nobody could get me the policy about their phone call usage, which I might have to look into for Monday. But like I said, I tried to find somebody from the ACLU and they weren't able to get back to me on Friday either. So before the article came out, I called the guy back up because I wanted to get the dog's name and I wanted to get the dog's age. So I talked to him about it and he gets all excited and he hangs up, and then he calls me back about five minutes later. He's like, I just want to let you know that I like you, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, that's great, John, thanks. And he goes, you know, when I sue these guys and I get all my money, I'm going to buy a pizza for your whole room, for your whole newsroom. He's like, I'll tell you what, you're going to get two slices. Fucking <laughs> me, personally. <laughs> I'm going to get two slices. That's awesome. He just it makes was, sense because there's, there's six people total, so why wouldn't you? <laughs> Too. But there are more people in the newsroom. But anyway, oh. and, and so um, the article didn't have as much as I wanted it to have, but it still had a response from somebody who represents the prison. I think it was an okay for what it was. What was the response from the prison? What I just told you. Oh, I thought you just said... They said that they didn't know. Oh. they. But that's it? The chairman of the prison board said he hadn't heard of it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen. You didn't try to figure anything out? Is that what just what those people do? What? Maybe. Yeah, they totally evade. Why would he... Like, uh, the dude's probably... I mean, he's the chairman of the prison, so why would he... He's Shawshank and Redemption people. Yeah. Why wouldn't he just be like, well, I'll look into that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I would just think if a newspaper calls you and says this guy is trying to sue you... Yeah. I would think that that guy would... Was he like, tell that cocksucker to come down here right now? <laughs> no, no. I, I would just think that he would look into it and say, let me get back to you on this. I will get to the bottom of this right away. 
Do people threaten to sue that place all the time? Yeah. I was going to say, I think yeah. that they have some troubles. Yeah. That comes along with prisons. Yeah. Because prisons are, are they have people in them who break the law. Allegedly. And that does, yeah, alleged. No, it's, no, okay, yeah, yeah, allegedly. Some are allegedly, some are proven guilty. They're still allegedly in my book. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll take their side every time. Um, some have been ruled as guilty. Fair we enough. We can say that. Fair enough. By the system. <laughs> the yes. broken system. <laughs> sorry, man. Yes. Sorry, sorry, so sorry. So prisons are a ripe ground for lawsuits because... Of course they are. What? Yeah. <laughs> they are a perfect combination of lawsuit. Yeah. Honey. I don't think anybody in prison it's is It's like honey to a beer a beer. A bear. Yeah. I think everybody in prison It's like lawsuit. picnic yeah. baskets to bears. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> I get that. Make sense. I get that analogy. Hey boo boo. That doesn't make sense how criminals want to sue. I don't see the correlation. Because they always they're always treated unjustly. That's the stereotype. That makes sense. That's not what you're saying, though, is it? A little bit of both. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little bit of, they feel like they're being treated unfairly, and a lot of times they are treated unfairly. Gotcha. But, like, I don't know from this story what the reaction is going to be from the general public, because, yes, there might be people out there who are like, oh, man, the dog. But there also are going to be a lot of people, and he'll probably get more of it, that are going to say, oh, well... He should have did this, this, and this. Otherwise, this would have never happened to him. There are plenty of people who will say that. So I don't know what the reaction will be. Here's the thing, though, man. I mean, like, as far as I'm concerned, and I know that this is just my opinion, but wouldn't it be more fucking beneficial for, instead of them throwing him in jail for the weekend, they drop him off on the side of the road and make him fucking clean up trash for the weekend? And then pay him, like, a dollar an hour or whatever in order to work off the fine? I know that that's a controversial idea. I don't know. Because there are some people who take it too far, like with the chain gangs and stuff, like that fucking crazy dude who makes dudes wear pink and sleep in fucking tents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, the fucking soldiers in Afghanistan aren't complaining about the heat and you're out in Texas. Whatever the fuck. Right. You know? But wouldn't it make more sense to give people, because like, dude, fuck prison. And don't get me wrong, because there are a lot of people who deserve to be in jail. Okay? Violent criminals need to go to jail yeah. they need to be removed from society and i don't give a fuck if you lock them up by themselves for 23 hours a day and give them like you know no fucking interaction if that's what you want to do whatever but for every person who you mistreat who's uh let me go back on that no i do care about that you shouldn't <laughs> do that sort of thing i was gonna say yeah well, that that's a little that's a bit i mean if there's a person who is in jail because every single person that they've ever met they've killed <laughs> maybe yep keep them locked up and maybe you know <laughs> yeah just like spray them off with a hose through the little door thing <laughs> you know i mean there's only so far that you can go with being humane and also dealing with someone that's de- killed every single person they've <laughs> yeah ever yeah but yeah there are they, people that should they yeah but when you got some dude who like got caught with Marijuana. Marijuana is a great example. And, he, and then you know what sucks? There was a huge marijuana bust last week. I saw that, yeah. yeah. There was, it was, it sucks because it's legal as in we've other said, states. As, yeah, as we've said, it sucks because it is legal in other states and it's not really all that bad. All those people thing. are yeah. fucked now. There's so many better things that cops could be stopping people for. Yeah. Imagine if the taxes were like, that smaller secure like smaller police forces 
were funded by taxes. They didn't have to rely on speeding tickets in order to make their fucking budget. And the cops' job was, like, how they were, excuse me, how they were back in the day. You know, like, great example, New York. The beat cop, you fucking knew the guy. He was Charlie. You grew up with him. Everybody knew him. He knows everybody. And, uh, like, it was the same thing, like, in Los Angeles and the larger cities. You have the dudes who walk a couple of blocks or whatever. And it wasn't like, oh, man, this guy's doing some bad shit. Call the cops. It was... This guy's doing some bad shit. Go get Charlie. And sure, he probably beat the shit out of a couple of people. (laughs) (laughs) But the difference was, is that what these people were doing was actual crime. And it was almost like what the police were, were the gang for that area. And then when the police stopped doing that part of the job and just started arresting people willy-nilly because they were black or because they were poor or whatever, that's when the gang started doing the protection aspect of it and then eventually it was like oh now we're extorting people like hey if you don't want your business to get it sure would be a shame if somebody came in here and broke up everything i'll tell you what two hundred dollars a week and we'll make sure nobody does that you know what i mean are cops funded by speeding tickets they make a lot of partial where does the money go for that does it go to the police station yeah that's fucked up yeah yeah why do you think that they set up speed traps? And they always talk about they don't have a Parking quota. Parking fines go back to the city and the borough and everything. Yeah. But speeding tickets go to it, the cops? Yeah, it helps pay for certain things. The, yeah, basically, they just, I figured it all went they, into the borough. And they the just borough some a, speeding. They just raise some traffic violations from the state in order to pay for a large transportation initiative. Could you imagine? I think yeah. your way of looking at old-timey cops is idealistic. Like, maybe that happened, but it just sounded so... Well, and like, that- this week in the news, we had all these cops coming out here. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, that you're right. It is idealistic. I'm not going <laughs> to lie about that. But I'm, I'm I mean, sure there was people getting abused just as much. Sure, there yeah. were, but they were people who were... Deserve like, it. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to say that. What I'm trying to say is, is, is that in a situation like that, at least you knew who the fucking guy was. At least you grew up with him. At least you, like, at least, at the very least... Even if he was kicking the shit out of some fucking teenager for whatever, the bad was not outweighed by the good. And I think maybe state troopers, the you don't know local state troopers. Yeah, but because I think, they, they put them in a different barracks, right? Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say, but our, like our, city cops and stuff, and uh, like borough and township cops, people know each other. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I know a bunch of people. Like, I mean, I don't want to name names right now because we'll just have to edit it and that'll be bullshit. But I know of. Several stories of a particular judge who abuses the law oftentimes, who does illegal things oftentimes, and has no problem, because he's a fucking judge. I know of several cops in a particular town that's not that far away, who for an entire two, uh, for, for two or three summers in a row did nothing but chase after fucking skateboarders. Like, yeah. literally, like, and you know what I'm talking about. I they believe they've done so. something else. Yeah. Or was this a scandal? No, no, it wasn't like a scandal, but it's a small town and there's nothing really to fucking do. Mm. So they were wasting their time oh, fucking oh, okay, telling see. skateboarders yeah. that they can't fucking skate, you know, on the streets or on, you know, like to the point where you've got these kids who are running away from cops. You know, you're, you're putting fear into these fucking children or at the very least giving them the thrill of like, oh, I'm the bad guy. They're the good guy. They're trying to stop me doing something that I love 
and turning that into that whole power issue there. Yeah. You know sport that's happening right now with the basketball nets. Well, that's completely motivated by racism. Yeah. Like definitely. 100%. Yeah. And it's not necessarily all of the cops' fault, because I know there has to be great fucking cops out sure, there. Sure, sure, sure. absolutely has to be. I'll edit this out, but man, man was that. Yeah. I love that guy, man. Yeah. That dude was so cool. Yeah. Um, I interact with cops a lot. There are some good ones out there. Yeah, sure. And then there's some fucking jock assholes who probably, they got bullied when they were in fucking elementary school, and then they got bigger, and then they just kicked the shit out of everybody, and then they grew up to go to fucking the police academy because they need some sort of fucking power trip. And motherfuckers trip off power all the time. I don't want to say that it's not often, but it certainly isn't as often as it used to be where people were like, put themselves in a position to be a police officer in order to help people and even if they do the system itself is so corrupt i think that they get to a point where they like oh well everybody else is doing it well people are so corrupt absolutely in that kind of positions of power attract people who abuse positions of power absolutely here's something do you think that if we put a term limit on police what that term limit or elect them yeah yeah. Say, say we say we, say we changed all of this around. You elect police officers, but they only serve one year. Okay? Or it's a draft. Say you're drafted into the police. Yeah. You serve one year. Do you think that people would be less corrupt or somehow civilization would adapt and you would see all the benchmarks of corruption? I don't know how you measure typical quote unquote corruption. But all of those things would happen in that year period. It would all just get condensed. So by the end, they would be just as jaded. <laughs> jaded will say it best. At worst, we'll say corrupt. So in the as first month, they have this like wide-eyed and cheery grin. Exactly. And, and then, then by then, the like, second month, they're second drinking month. <laughs> heavily. And by the third month, they're beating minorities. <laughs> and so on and so forth, you know? So by yeah. the 12th month, they're ready to retire. And they're probably spiking their pension in order to get more money. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's you, nuts. <laughs> do you think that that would happen? Do you think no? If you shorten the timeline, would, it would, that they would shorten I don't, their. No, I don't think there'd be. You enough do not time. think that that would happen? No, there wouldn't be enough time for all that. You don't think that slowly, because that's, the whole that's an interesting... world would have to speed up, dude. No, yeah. just yes. the cops. Just for the cops, there wouldn't be enough time. All I'm saying, I is I don't that, know why you think that's going to happen. Yeah, people who are good at gaming the system only get good after they have enough time to figure out where the loopholes are. But I'm saying, would people adapt to be shittier quicker? Oh, I get it. Yeah. Would they automatic like, now, I don't think so. I think that people... If we hire hummingbirds, maybe. I What? I think if you started them all, I'll suck your dick inside out. It's a Kevin Smith thing about a hummingbird giving a blowjob from the inside. Um, What? No, I think that if they all started at the same time, they wouldn't. But I think if you threw, like, a week one guy in with, like, a 11-month guy, right. you know, this 11-month guy. He would guy, be like, here's how you do it, kid. Yeah, yeah, he'd be like, just, let, let no, me. Let everybody's going to hate you anyway. You I'm might not, as well just go for it. I just don't I, think there's enough time to find all the loopholes. I'm not saying it would happen. That's interesting. That's interesting. He's the one that said that oh, first. Fuck. And well, you didn't listen to him. I'm sorry. I don't think it would happen right away, but I wonder. I'm not saying it would or it wouldn't. But I just think it's interesting to think about, would we adapt to become... Are people going to be corrupt no matter what, or is it the timeline that they do it on that corrupts them? What is the corrupting thing? You earlier said that people are corrupt no matter what. I didn't say no matter what. 
I said people who are corrupt often. Okay. And that positions of power attract people who abuse positions of power. Okay, so if people are corrupt often, I just wonder... Maybe I did say... I don't people know. are corrupt. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering. I'll say people are corrupt. And yeah. Then you can go okay. On. Yeah. Is it the person? <laughs> I'm sorry. People, way people too, are Thanks corrupt. for rating us in and being like well, way too long on that. <laughs> the yeah. Is it that people are corrupt or is it that the job corrupts? Or is it that the timeline corrupts? Because I think those are two very, those are three very, very, the right. 15, 10 commandments for us right. all to obey. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I think that would be interesting to find out. I, what if your timeline thing is true but people just go back in time and just repeat the same year over again over and over like again. me like bill did as bullwinkle i really honestly think that people are going to be corrupt no matter what and even if they don't become the worst because they don't have enough time to become the worst maybe they'll just still pens yeah People are going to, especially in a situation like that, they're going to get away with everything that they can get away with. Like, the only reason that people want power is to exercise that power over other people. So even if that is, go get me some coffee. In my book, that is just as bad as killing a person because you think they're better than them. Because you know you can get away with it. And I'm not saying the actual crime is... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The but mentality I'm saying, like, behind it. The mentality, yeah. exactly. Okay. If you're goal is to control other humans you're a fucking piece of shit that's just across the board and and i'm not saying like in a managerial position or something like that because if you're a manager like yeah i am if you want to be a manager to get better pay yeah exactly and you every now and again have to break bad on somebody because like they're not doing their shit whatever that's understandable but if you're a manager at like a store at the mall or whatever and you come into work and then you're like hey person who's lower than me can you grab me a soda you know or just I mean? give them the worst jobs yeah or just like purposely. yeah exactly yeah. just because you want to pick on them or whatever a lot of times it seems like bullying and like i've changed my fucking tune on bullying 100 percent because i was thinking about it in the terms that when i was younger i got bullied and i'm positive that i bullied somebody because sure. that's just the way it fucking works i know that there were people who i picked on yeah and it was just the way it was so when all these stories about kids who were killing themselves because of bullies, I was like, God damn, like, what the fuck is going on with this world where people can't deal with, like, that shit? I went through it. But then, you know, I've done a little bit more thinking about it, and it's like, okay, yeah, you get bullied in school, and then you go home, and then you got it on your Facebook. And, like, how are you going to tell motherfuckers to, like, just delete Facebook when you're 13? And yeah. sometimes parents don't care. And sometimes parents don't care. Or and maybe sometimes parents, parents aren't are- there. Or maybe parents are doing the bullying, too. And maybe they're drunk. Yeah. Yeah. In high school, it's so easy to think, this is my life. Yeah. I've told people younger than me, I did this like a month ago to this person that I know who's in high school and was like, Dylan, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, once that ends, your whole world, man, is going to be totally different. That's the end of that. I fucking swear. And it's going to be awesome. Last night was the first time, and I don't want to go into the story, but I went to a show and the security guard was a fucking piece of shit to me. Last night was the first time something like that has happened in years, especially where I didn't say, um, you need to check your shit. You know what I mean? Like stand up for myself or whatever in any way, shape or form. Like last night was the first time that that happened where somebody was a dick just to be a dick. I got made fun of like in a crowd and a whole bunch of people laughed about it and it brought all of that shit back. You know what I mean? I was very bothered by it. 
the point of that is that oh i love you too but like that's the thing though is that i don't have to deal with like once i got out of school it's been yeah it's yeah. been like 15 20 years yeah that you know bouncer I mean? doesn't live up the street you're not gonna see him in the hallway exactly. every day he's not gonna fucking write on your facebook he's not gonna spread vicious rumors about you <laughs> he's not gonna weird if you he up. did yeah. find your facebook right <laughs> then fucking and he, was like whatever. he just kept posting pictures of doors on yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a cock! Yeah, oh my I'll god! Cut that out, but no, but like, uh, I, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. But like, so yeah. guy was an asshole to Bill about a door. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that it was the entrance, and I asked if it was the entrance, and he was like, "Yeah, it's a fucking door." And then I was like, "Okay," because you're. He was standing in front of the fucking Sorry, door. Sorry, I laughed at that even, so much. Even, no, even it's, it's fine. It's it's funny. I didn't realize that's what that was. I thought. No, as, it, as it's a bouncer, funny. he guards doors. That's the only thought. Oh, I didn't no. realize that's what it was. No, yeah. dude, it's I think totally it was funnier with the whole thing behind it, the door. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Um, the point is, is that bullying. You're always going to have that situation, and it, like I thought immediately to the episode of Louie. I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but there's this one episode where he goes out on a date with somebody. And there's a bunch of teenagers in the fucking yeah. place. And he's like, hey, can you guys keep it down? And one of the teenagers comes over and he's like, how about if I fucking kick your ass? I have seen that episode. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and then Louis follows him to his fucking house and finds out that his dad's like a fucking ass. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. Because he was no, going to. I was, seen that. Oh, I, I think you watched that with us. It was when we were watching Louis at the house. It's so good. I'll have to watch it again. Um, regardless, like, God damn it! if I didn't think about me and that fucking interaction with that piece of shit in the shower this morning. Like, fuck that. Yeah, I know. And, Do you want to go back there and talk a bunch of shit to that guy? I don't know. Gotta- Real quick, the door thing. I've been to venues where there's two doors and they won't let you go in one because one is strictly for the exit. Exactly. So if anybody out there is listening and like snickering at Bill for not. No, it's not. It's not that he didn't know what a door was. Yeah, exactly. Is this door? (laughs) Yeah, it was my first time at the venue. Every venue I've ever been at has had an entrance and an exit. Yeah, two different things. Yeah, and two security guards were standing in front of the door, so I was under the impression that I was going to get searched, like at most venues. Yeah, and then allowed to enter because they were standing in front of the door. So when I asked, "Is this the way in?" I was not asking, like, is this a door? Yeah, is this a door? When I walked up, dude did not fucking acknowledge that I was even there, but still didn't move out of the way because he's a fucking, I'm a foot and a half taller than you. I don't have to move. So I started a conversation with him in a friendly manner. Like, this is the way in, right? You know, like that sort of a thing. Because what happens if I'm wrong and this is an exit? I try to push past this guy. He's going to grab me, throw me on the fucking ground or whatever. Like, fucking idiot. This is the way. Like, this is out. Over there is the entrance. So there was no winning in this situation because this guy was an asshole. Yeah. There was no winning. If I would have just tried to push past him, it was a 50-50 shot. Yeah. So. Isn't it a rule that bouncers have to be assholes? I think that they have to at least be willing to be assholes? They have to tape some nerd's ass cheeks together in school and shove them in a locker in order to be a bouncer. <clears throat> that guy. Yeah. Gonna wrap it up, Dylan? Yeah. What are the morals of the podcast? That's not true, because I have met cool bouncers before. Okay. Hmm. But I'm my, sure they exist. my thing was just a joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So was mine. I've seen cool... <laughs> I'm not even going to tell a story, because that's good. The... Bouncers are jerks, except for some, but I think those Fuck them all. people aren't bouncers. 
Ooh. Yeah, they're guards. To be a bouncer, you must. Know. I've been to be able to bounce. You must bounce yourself. Genghis Khan. <laughs> That's an ancient Buddhist proverb. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to venues that are run by like a collective, and they have yeah. people there to make sure stuff doesn't go crazy. Yeah, but they're never huge jockey dudes. It's somebody that's like as tall as me. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. like, hey, don't fuck this up, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and they're always way cool. Uh, bouncers, dude, my mind is fucked tonight. Where? What was before that? Crazy guy with Bullies. the dog. Bullies. Prisons. Police. Yeah. I don't think we get a lot of under 18 listeners, but if you are under 18 and if you're in high school and if you think stuff sucks, dude, I promise it'll be way different. Yeah. Stuff does suck. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I'm not downplaying. There's like four people in the universe that had a good high school experience. But also, you know, you're in a situation and if you don't feel like you can control it, talk to people. No kidding. Like if it's out of hand, talk to your parents, talk to uh teachers talk to someone who can make a difference about it also if you are being physically abused that is called assault yeah so talk to cops then yeah well yeah <laughs> talk to someone you trust and we talk don't blame you if you don't trust cops yeah there we go dude yeah. if you if if you if you need to somebody to fucking talk to find me on facebook i don't care <laughs> yeah i i like literally like if you are up against a fucking wall where you feel like you need somebody to talk to i'm gonna i'm gonna be straight up and give you the advice of going and talking to a counselor or going talking to a, a family member yeah you know somebody who you trust or in maybe real even life. the cops if it's crazy yeah exactly right, if it's crazy in there you know, i might whatever. tell yeah. you to talk to cops yeah i might tell you to break rule number one wouldn't that be a weird world yeah yeah and that's for any of our listeners, I guess, not just for younger people. Yeah. But I know younger stuff sucked for me. God damn it, did or it. Or when I was a kid, stuff sucked. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag it gets better. Yes. Yeah. It sucks in a whole new way. <laughs> but not in such a bad way. Yeah. It's a whole new world of... Exactly. Then it's money suck. Yeah. Don't tell them that. All right. <laughs> uh, They could get a good job. Yeah. What was before Apply that? yourself. <laughs> Apply yourself. <laughs> These are the morals. You have way. These are morals. You have a lot of potential. Yeah. What if they don't? Is there anyone listening that doesn't have potential? There they have kinetic energy. <laughs> I don't want to say this stuff though. It makes somebody feel shitty. Yeah. <laughs> what? What was before that? Bullwinkle, right? Yeah. Bullwinkle was it before bullying. Okay, Bullwinkle, aka me from the future. Yeah. Yeah, that guy sounds amazing. And yeah. Justin will Fike Club, Jive Turkey. Look out for that. If there's a follow-up article, he then gets to challenge us to a fight club. Yeah. One man to a fight at a time. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Corn yeah. dogs. Corn dogs. Dead Kennedy. Always, always say yes when people ask you if you want to buy some corn dogs. Judge yeah, you're helping out. Yeah, you're helping out a lot of people in that situation. You're helping a guy feed his family. Yeah. If it's the same situation, you're helping a guy. Yeah. Um. Before that was Dead Kennedys. Yeah. And before that was Number Prisoners. Yeah. In Guilt, we have a number. In Guilt, we have a number. We have a name. This has been Serving Ice. I'm Justin. I'm Bill. I'm Dylan. Where do you find us? Just find us. In Guilt, we trust. In what? Guilt, we freeze. <laughs> I don't know. Is <laughs> it supposed to be icy? Yeah, it has to be icy. Where have you been the last 25 episodes? Was good. Um, 
How many episodes do we have? 25, 26? I don't know. I have no idea. It's got to be an ice pun. If you're from Massachusetts, you're a mass hole. If you're from Alaska, you're an ice hole. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of ice holes. <laughs> Cops are a bunch of ice holes. Cops are a bunch of ice holes. <laughs> We're the nicest ice holes. <laughs> oh, thank you for listening to Serving Ice. We've been the nicest ice holes. <laughs> <laughs>